too many dropouts. Okay, now it says I'm live. Hello yes. and welcome back everyone to the Self-Achievement Network. My name is Dominic and I am here with our special guest, Maha Mashur. She is our NLP, she's our NLP goddess. <laughs> oh, and, and just, art, a, just a practitioner. <laughs> practitioner, okay. And, and uh, art therapists and amazing artists herself. So thank you for joining me. Um, thank you. Yeah. So I'm here in Chicago and Maha is in Cairo. Yes. Miles apart. <laughs> miles, 7,852 miles. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I know the temperature there, the weather is becoming very hot now. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, maybe a third day now, quite hot, yes. Sokna. Sokna, Sokna, get them. <laughs> get them, yes. And uh, here in Chicago, it's just rain every day, almost. Oh, it's the spring, so it's rain, 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 some sunshine, mm -hmm. but it's, it's nice. I love it. And uh, we have been uh, in our uh, lockdown now for I don't know how many months, two and a half months. Yes, um, probably mid-March. It started about mid-March, right? Uh, for us, I think it was, yeah, maybe uh, yeah, mid-March. And it seems like it's been mm. almost six months, but it's, you know, they're starting to ease. You know this? Yes. So things are good, and it's just been uh, a different lifestyle. Um, and I can imagine that uh, for people who are watching, and even myself, the topic today that we're going to talk about, why it's important to understand your mind language or our mind language, because let's say in the last three months, our mind language has been like off the charts, going yes. in this direction and over in that direction, in the OMG direction and what the heck or direction and all this crazy craziness happening. Yes. So Maha and I talked and we thought, well, maybe we should do a little discussion about why it's important to understand our mind language, especially in difficult times and in times when we we get stuck or we feel like we're not making progress. Mm -hmm. So you became an NLP practitioner and you're also mm -hmm. an art therapist or you're an art therapy. Um, art therapy coach, not therapist, just yes. to correct this. Therapy. <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Thera mm -hmm. Art therapy coach, and um, yes. you have your own Facebook page, and you have you have face. I mean, uh, Instagram. Yes, yes or no? Yes, I do have, but I'm not very active on it. Ah, okay. But so mm, it's my private uh, page on Instagram. I understand. So the so the Facebook mm -hmm. page that you have. You're always posting very cool things and very informative things. So thank you for that. Thank you. So thinking about our topic today, mind language, NLP and mind language is kind of the, they're very, it's the same thing, yes? Yes, yes, actually it is. Um, NLP means neuro-linguistic programming. 
And uh, well, uh, neuro is the, the nervous system and linguistic is the language we speak and how uh, they combine together, how they are programmed together because uh, mind and body are actually one system. So what's going on in our, going on in our mind will affect our body and our uh, emotions, our behavior. So it's quite important to watch our thoughts. Yes. And that's interesting because when, when I first was exposed to this whole, you know, mind language thing, and I heard somebody say that exact same thing, it's important to watch your thoughts. I was mm -hmm. like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. How can I watch or, or pay attention to or observe my thoughts. I had no idea what that meant. Yes. What does that mean? Yes. And why is that important? Yes. Exactly. Because um, um, uh, it was my case as well. I mean, I, we were. I was just going around and acting, maybe from uh, my autopilot, uh, just the way I grew up uh, with the beliefs, understandings. I. Uh, brought up with, I, I learned, so um, maybe reacting, so um, between stimulus and response, there is a gap, so if we could watch when there is a stimulus, our thoughts in advance, um, it will be much more easy to control our behavior and our response, so um, this was quite amazing that that I could watch myself uh, so as if I'm going out of my body and watch myself what I'm going to do, what I'm going to, how I'm going to react. So mm -hmm. mm. interesting, going outside your body. I, I had one time the guy that I was talking to, he, he explained it. He says, "Just pretend that there's somebody following you all day long with a video camera." Yes. <laughs> and yes. It, was, it was funny because they, they said, okay, so now after you leave here, I was at, the, at the, his office, he said, now pay attention. This, somebody is videotaping you. And I got maybe about one block away and completely forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's quite weird to, that someone is following you all the way. Uh, yeah, so it's better to forget about it. <laughs> yeah. So and the only way for me, like I, I learned this uh, technique of meditation, very simple technique to help with that ob observation. Because, you know, the thing mm -hmm. that I was, the way that I was operating my life, and I, I still do at times, I, I forget that I have this control. And so, like, my, like you said, my, my brain was on autopilot and I'm not paying attention to what my mind language is saying and I'm not responding mm -hmm. to things, I'm reacting to things, yes. to situations, mm -hmm. uh, traffic. Um, you know, my, my, my manager, my boss at the time would say something and I would like, you know this bird that's uh, called a peacock, you know, when they have the feathers, it's like Yes. The feathers go way out. This was this was the way I was responding to the 
situations in my life. And so mm. when I learned this meditation technique, the guy that was teaching me, he said, there's no purpose for the meditation. And that threw me way off. Like, well, why am I doing it? He said, the, the whole idea really is just to observe. That's it. Without judgment, observe your, your thoughts yes. and everything and, and then dismiss them. So the point was, he said, focus on the movement of your diaphragm. Yes. Up, down, up, down. And that's the the goal is to stay focused on the movement of the diaphragm up down up down mm. well that would last i would sit down set my timer for maybe 30 minutes 45 minutes an hour sometimes and then i would close my eyes and i'd start this focus on my diaphragm it's going up it's going down it's going up it's going down it's going up i'm hungry <laughs> Oh, yeah. Stay focused on the movement of the diaphragm. Up, down, up, down. My leg itches. Yes. yes. Actually, you know, it's, it's quite interesting. It's it's very interesting that um, while being in this uh, state and in this stillness, uh, although the brain is trying to to find answers and to to think, and it 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 cannot stop working. Um, if if we just uh, slow down and get into this stillness, yes, it's you will find the answers uh, much more easier. So so it's amazing. Sometimes um, when I'm uh, just getting up in the morning and I'm still not very uh, awake, out of the blue there comes an answer, which is really very interesting. And I had the same experience. I, I also noticed mm -hmm. that I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm thinking, just overthinking. Yeah. And I'd be surprised and I'd, I'd get done with my meditation. And then at the time, I, was, I would write in a journal. So I would write insights that I had while I was doing my meditation. And I would write things in my journal like, I realized that my what I was thinking about, I was worrying about, you know, whatever it was. I was worrying about my job. I was worrying about my health. I was worrying about my mom. I was worrying about my job. I was worrying and all these things. And it was a lot of like worry, 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 worry. Mm -hmm. And after a while, I was like, why am I, why am I worrying so much? Mm hmm. And I didn't have to come up with a reason. It was just like, well, the thing that I realized was that I was worrying because I didn't have a solid like plan for mm -hmm. dealing with, right? So mm -hmm. it didn't really make sense if I was worrying about my job that my job was gonna was you know gonna be over or I was get fired or something like that. I think I was just like addicted to worrying. For some reason, mm -hmm. I had learned that mm -hmm. as a habit, and is that is that something that yes in NLP that 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 goes on where we learn these patterns and don't even realize they're happening? Yes, 
Yes, worry not about the future, we, which we cannot control. What we are uh, in NLP, we just focus much more about what we are in control, what is in our powers. Actually, we mm -hmm. do have four very efficient powers, which we are aware of. Um, it will be uh, magic. Uh, there's a technique which is called the power zone, and this is about um, focusing on four powers that convince, telling myself and being aware of myself. I have those four, which are uh, two internal, which are not seen to others, like my thoughts and my emotions, and uh, two external, which um, I, I show others, like my talk, my, my words, or my behavior. So when mm -hmm. I'm in charge of my thoughts and my emotions, I will be definitely also in charge of what I say and how I will behave. And, and this is, I think, the key, because no one could ever uh, drive me crazy unless I give them my keys. So <laughs> if I'm in charge of my poor power, um, I will be able to drive the car wherever I want, or just being in the present moment. Mm-hmm. I like that. You're right. I, I have said it a million times in my lifetime. They're driving me crazy. And the truth is, nobody can drive me crazy. Yes. Except me. Yes. It's all me. It's all, it's all about how I do perceive what's going on, uh, on around me and uh, what meanings I'm going to give uh, to what's going around me. Yeah. So um, if I'm... If I'm uh, attacked, let me say it like that, by someone in, in, in a way or another, I could take it personal and I could take it uh, uh, very emotional or I could just think that um, there's a presupposition that behind every behavior there's a positive intention. So even if the person uh, was doing something which might look negative, but there is something positive behind it. Maybe I don't understand, but there is definitely something positive behind mm -hmm. it. So when I'm aware of this and when I can um, absorb this in, in a very healthy way, I will live much more uh, in ease and in peace, actually. Yeah, and that's the perfect reason for you know why it's important because if we you know if we if we can understand what's going on in the mind and not get all caught up in it then we can do something about yes. it so that we you know that we're not crazy you know and uh yes. we can control yes. it I, I i was taught that the very first thing was about awareness becoming aware of what mm -hmm. i was thinking about and then, yes, not so much doing something about it, but notice the patterns, and then mm -hmm. make the changes. So my teacher would say, when you notice yourself having this pattern, you mm -hmm. literally say, "Wait, time out, stop, rethink that pattern." So that was the exercise. Mm -hmm. So I would be talking, and I would say something like, "For example, I'm really afraid that." 
this XYZ might happen. Mm -hmm. And then I would realize I just said I was afraid. I'd say, wait, time out. Let me rephrase that. Mm -hmm. I am concerned that this might happen. Okay. okay. So that was the exercise was to, to become aware of it first and then to correct that out loud. To reframe it. To reframe it out loud so that mm -hmm. I could hear it mm -hmm. and then move forward from there. And it was really interesting that once I began to do that on a regular basis, it became that became my new pattern. Mm -hmm. And things began to speed up very quickly. I began to notice a lot. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it really, it really helped me. And even now today, I mean, I'm 20 years later, I'm, 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 you know, having conversations with people and I'll say, wait a minute, time out. Let me rephrase that. And it comes out mm -hmm. differently and it's a whole mm -hmm. new, you know, whole new meaning. Yes, definitely. So, very good. So, yeah. Yes, uh, I, I would like to add something about um, this. Maybe even if I say I'm afraid um, and I got aware of that I'm afraid, uh, the next step could be, okay, it's okay to be afraid, uh, to accept it. Because if I'm not going to accept it, there will be resistance. And this resistance uh, will let it persist. What resists persists. Yes. It will be just like it will be just like um, a fight inside me, which I don't want it, but it's here. Uh, exactly like if I told you right now, uh, don't think about a pink elephant, for example. Um, <laughs> the mind cannot understand this. The mind um, just yeah. does need to to get the pink elephant first, and then needs to convince it to not think about it. So. Yeah. Um, it can only think in a positive way. So this rephrasing you were uh, talking about is really very important and um, helps a lot in, in rewiring our way of thinking as well. Mm -hmm. in, in the language, you know, really, when in that process that I was reframing and, and re-speaking with different words, you know, it was the using my voice to you know, to, to, to vocalize what was going on in my brain. So the thoughts in my voice were kind of like, you know, one and the same, changing mm -hmm. that around, me hearing that. I, when you said, uh, you know, um, uh, don't imagine uh, pink elephants, I remember somebody saying, and, and this is so funny because when my kids were younger, <laughs> I used to say to them, they would be making their breakfast cereal and they put milk in the thing. And I'd say all the time, I would say, don't spill the milk. And guess what they always did? Yes, spilling. I was, I was yes, teaching them. Yes, I was exactly. programming them to spill the milk. To spill the milk. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Don't there's mind a story. Uh, there, there's a very interesting story as well. I, um, when I learned about this in NLP, um, that there were, there were two moms and they were looking for their kids. And they couldn't find them at all. And we're searching all over and um, uh, in the garden. And then they found them on the tree. So one mother told uh, the, the, her son, hold on tight, hold on tight. 
and the boy who held on tight and everything was fine. Mm -hmm. And the other mom was uh, just crying and, and shouting and telling him, uh, don't fall, don't fall. And this boy fell down. So this is exactly what is happening. <laughs> it depends on how um, we we really think. Yeah. It's interesting. The moral of the story is it's all our mother's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we want, no, we want. <laughs> I'm a mother, so I don't want to take this uh, this uh, on on me. <laughs> okay. Everyone is in charge, and everyone is responsible for his action. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's wonderful. That's a that's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, same thing with um, one time I was in an airplane, and uh, I was sitting next to this person, this woman. Okay. And she was holding on to the uh, to the uh, what are the things you put your elbows on the uh, armrests armrests yes she's holding on to this things really tight and I'm just watching her and we haven't even taken off the the plane yet it hasn't even gone off the runway so I'm sitting there you know I'm looking out the window and she's she's squeezing these things so hard and we start to take off and she's pushing her she's pushing her back against the thing and everything and she's freaking out okay so we finally she's closing her eyes we finally get in the air and she kind of relaxes a little bit and i said to her i said excuse me i said my name's dominic i said i couldn't help but noticing that you were really nervous <laughs> and she goes yeah i'm afraid of flying and i said you're afraid of flying I said, I, I beg to differ. And she said, no, I am. I'm afraid of flying. I, it just drives me crazy. And I, that's why you probably noticed I was freaking out. I said, yeah, I saw all that. But I don't think that you're afraid of flying. And she gets a little bit ticked off. Like, why are you telling me this? I'm afraid of flying. And I said, well, you know, to me, it's like you're more afraid of crashing than you are flying. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, she started laughing. She goes, you're right. I'm afraid of crashing. I'm not afraid of flying. And I think that that changed the whole. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there we go. An NLP in practice right there. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's good. Wow. There was something very interesting you were saying um, uh, a while ago when you were talking about the meditation and uh, the journaling you were doing. Um, I heard a, an expression which I like very much, and it was quite maybe a month ago or something. Um, the, the the coach I was talking to is calling it the brain dump. It's simply that uh, when we journal or write down what we do have uh, in mind, our thoughts, our worries, whatever, uh, we just dump them, uh, we drop them off on the paper, which... Uh, really relieves one and i like this expression very much mm -hmm. brain dump mm -hmm. yeah you know i have all my old journals too and back then i used to go back and I, I haven't they're in boxes now because i just moved but i used to go back and i would look through the things that i wrote and it was really interesting how much mm -hmm. i was really programmed to think and set myself up for worry and fear and all these things that were not even happening they were just rolling around my head Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the thing that I realized the most is that I was making progress. 
as soon mm -hmm. as I would get done with my meditation, I would write something in there and I could let it go, release it, like you said, the dump. And it really, mm -hmm. really worked. So mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, wow. Well, that's a great discussion. Yes, yes I like it very much. <laughs> okay, so we'll do it again soon. Inshallah. Something, something different. Yeah, so you have one more, a couple more days of... Uh, of uh, Ramadan and then it's uh, time for celebration. Aid. Yes, Aid. <laughs> yeah, Aid. And so, but what was has it been like for you to uh, to have Ramadan in isolation? Very difficult, no? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Well, it was really a very busy month. Um, um, the house or, or homework, uh, cleaning and so on was quite a lot <laughs> yeah. because I cannot get someone to help me these days. So uh, this was quite challenging. Then my own work, which I do, uh, and I was attending uh, two courses. Uh, one I finished uh, maybe last week and the other one is still continuing. So quite busy, quite busy. But yeah. um, I, I'm happy and I'm relieved that we're going to have Vaid very soon. And um, alhamdulillah, it's, it's nice. Good. You can go back to eating chocolate and. <laughs> well, I do eat chocolate after iftar. No problem. <laughs> um, I'm I'm a, I'm a chocoholic, uh, by the way. So. <laughs> oh, maybe you should which practice. Which is not right that, to uh, say. Which, uh, as an Olympian, it's not right to say that I'm a chocoholic, but I just love cho chocolate. So. <laughs> It's okay. Accept yourself for the way you are. Yes. Yes, I do. I do. Oh, I give great. myself permission. I give permission. There permission. you go. That's right. I had actually had a, a small piece of uh, my sister-in-law's birthday cake last night, and the icing was to die for. Oh, my gosh. Oh. <laughs> it was really good. But I gave myself permission to have a slice of cake. To enjoy it. To yes. enjoy it. Yes. And, and actually... My wife said, make sure that you enjoy it because, you know, if I'm eating it and just indulging, I'm not enjoying it. I ate it. I was like, yes. Yes, yes All right. exactly. That's great. Okay. Well, thank you again so much. We just, we had a couple of guests on. Janet is out there. One of my friends. She says, love, like this information. Keep up this work. You can't see that on your screen, but I can, I just put it up there. And she said, so okay. do I, but I don't know what that's referencing. Like chocolate, dark. Like chocolate, <laughs> the better. Oh, she likes dark chocolate. Oh. Yes, I like dark chocolate too. You just made a friend, okay? Hi, Janet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chocolate is so hard to resist. Very difficult. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, be well. And I'm going to call you back you on too. Messenger. And uh, we'll talk okay. a little bit more, okay? Thank you all for being with okay. us, Janet. Thank and you. anybody else who's in. Yes. Thank you all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye for now. Bye.